When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we're rolling along here. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. I think Hembo was lying to me. There's no way in the world bacon is healthy fat. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes. It's, it's unhealthy fat. No, it is not. What is unhealthy fat if bacon isn't? Like chips and uh, sweets and things that have no nutritional bonus. This has protein and, I mean, you, your body needs fats to burn. Bacon's as good a healthy fat to burn as anything. It is? Yes. Who knew? All right, that's pretty good. Brandon, Brandon looks skeptical over there. Are you skeptical of this? He's skeptical. Gonna, I'm skeptical we're too. Trust yeah, Brandon's me too. dietary. I don't know. I mean, here I am. I'm, you're a you're a you're a sports researcher, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm I'm taking my nutrition tips from you. I'm having to rethink everything over here. This is not reasonably good shape. Like might be a, no. You're actually in very good shape. That's the thing about it. But I don't know if you keep eating all that bacon. I'm not sure how long that's going to last. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I, I I teased something earlier and I didn't get to it because we got sidetracked by my technological ignorance. Um, but I wanted to play this soundbite from John Mara. This is my new favorite soundbite ever. Let me make sure I credit this. This was from Sirius XM NFL Radio. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, and so he's on there, and they're talking about uh, Brian Dayball, who was his coach, the coach of the year in the NFL last year, just did an unbelievable job. And they're talking about him, and, he's, and, and he, John Mara, is talking about um, what a celebrity, what a rock star, quite literally, uh, Brian Dayball has become. And he makes what can only be described as a fascinating analogy. We kid him. I mean, right now he's Bono walking around (laughs) uh, New York City. But I've told him, I said, in this business, it doesn't take long to go from Bono to Bozo. (laughs) (laughs) So so don't don't get your head uh, too big right now. But no, he he has been great. And uh, he likes to go to Ranger games at the Garden. And they put his picture up there. And he gets these standing ovations week after week. It's a pretty cool thing to see. All right, so so he, here's the thing. So I, I, I know John Mara a little, and I respect him greatly. I think he is a person of enormous integrity. He hasn't always gotten everything right, but he, he spent his entire life owning a football team. He's made 10 million decisions. So I know a lot of the fans give him a hard time a lot. But generally speaking, I think his heart is as much in the right place as practically anyone in that industry is. But that has nothing to do with why this is funny. So you have just been sitting here. This actually is a good conversation. Bubba, Hembo and Cam were just making fun of me for being old. Would you describe Bono, all things considered, as a more recent, a more contemporary musical reference than you might have expected from John Mara? Which is to say, he didn't say Frankie Valley, <laughs> right? He, he, he didn't say someone he, that, that might be a lot more dated than that. And I don't know if, if, if you 2 is the most contemporary example that you could give of a famous rock band but it's not it's not like it's not bozo the clown right i mean i i understand that there's a synergy between the names but i mean bozo the clown is a really old reference i, I mean that is that's that predates me bozo the clown goes back to like the, the the earliest days of television so would you would you bubba consider bono to be a more contemporary um example 
than you would have expected John to make. No, I think it's pretty much just right on par because we're just looking up and they're they're basically almost around the same age. And I mean, you Who is? Uh, uh Bono and, and Mara. How old is Bono? He's 62. Bono is 62? I mean, U2's first album was in like the early yes, 80s. Believe it. You don't have to tell me. It was called War. At, they made an album called War and then yeah, an album called I mean, Boy. Like and I was a albums, fan then. Yeah. And that was the early 80s. So That's a long this? time ago. I guess it is. I guess he's older than me. It's like 40 years ago. How am I that old? I mean, and so Mara's- What the hell is going on here? Mara's, Bono yeah. is 62? Yep. Oh my God. Mara's 68. And so he's slightly older, so he you know, he basically, you know, as a kid, he probably, he probably loved you too, so it makes perfect sense. Am I the only one who can't picture a, a childhood, a, a young John Mara rocking out to you two? No, I thought he was going to say from Beethoven to Bozo or something, <laughs> yeah. like, something more. <laughs> Bach to Bozo. Brahms. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they all start with a B. That's really convenient. Bach, yes, Beethoven, Bach, Brahms. Brahms, Beethoven, and mm-hmm. Bozo uh, or Bono. So, so, so all things considered, he did okay Here's with my that. question, though. Like, that's not something that a 68-year-old man says for the first time. No, right? that's his line. And, and he said that That's got to be his line. Which is a line that he said he used to Brian Dayball. The question is, did Dayball give him a gratuitous laugh or did he not? <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> like it had to reporters. be gratuitous. It's actually, the, the guys doing the interview gave him a laugh. They thought it was hilarious. You don't think that was a real laugh? I don't think you it was think a real laugh. You think that was just a gratuitous, that was, that was a courtesy laugh. Yeah, like all the time in, the, in, in a news conference, you'll see reporters lose No, I their know mind. that. I was one of those reporters. I remember laughing at things Mike Ditka said that weren't that funny, <laughs> but he scared the hell out of me. But that, this was a, a, I think this is actually a reasonably funny no, thing. Yeah, if he came up with that on his own, it's pretty good. But let's play that again. Play it again. And let's all be the judge here. Was this a courtesy laugh? Or was this a sincere laugh? We kid him. I mean, right now he's Bono walking around yeah. uh, New York City. But I've told him, I said, in this business, it doesn't take long to go from Bono to Bozo. <laughs> so I think that's real. I think that's real. They loved real. it. I think it's real. They loved it. I mean, Bubba, real or not real? I think it's, it's a good line. I think it's real laugh. I agree. It's real laughter, but it's... It's forced. Real but exaggerated. If I had said that, no one would laugh. Well, you couldn't come up with a good line like you that. You also wouldn't <laughs> deliver it so funny. Like he, he yeah, gave you would have messed delivery. it up. You'd be like, oh, from uh, Bozo to Bono. premeditated. He, for years. <laughs> He's been planning this for years. But it worked. He's also a very rich man. It is impossible not to, to acknowledge the fact, and, and, and Chris Rock, was it Chris Rock who said it, like the richer you are, the more appealing everything you do is. And he once said, uh, being a billionaire means turning your bald spot into a part. Like, like that, that <laughs> it just changes the dynamic of everything. So when you're a rich, powerful person, the things you say do seem funnier. But I, I, I don't mean that to diminish the sincerity of the laugh. I think it struck them funny in the moment. Even so, more seriously, are you good with him saying this? Like, what value is there to comparing Brian Dayball potentially to Bozo? He's just making a joke. Like, he's just trying to be funny in the moment. You don't think it sends the wrong message or anything of the kind? To who? To, to, to your fan base, to your coach. No. Okay, hold on a minute. Wrong message. When did we become so worried about mess? How stupid do we think fans are? Well, pretty like, stupid. All of a sudden, <laughs> Very. No, we're not. No, no, hold time out a second, okay? So all of a sudden, Bill Belichick says the equivalent of Google me. Why should the fans be confident the last 25 years? And the world is up in arms because somehow fans are going to take that to mean we're resting on our laurels. How about it's just he got asked a question he didn't see coming. He couldn't think of a better answer. And that's the one he gave. 
John Mara is not comparing his coach to Bozo any more than he's comparing him to Bono. He's making the point that you're a big star right now, but that can turn around pretty quickly. He's actually delivering the other messages, which is, hey, don't rest on your laurels. Go out there and do it. And now we're worried that he's making a negative association and comparing his coach to a a legendary but extremely dated clown. I mean, (laughs) how about saying this was just meant to be funny and leaving it? There was there was a very famous person who once said, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. And in this case, this is just a 68-year-old man trying to say something funny. And that's all it is. Why are we taking our meeting this morning? We have You guys know who Pete McConville is, right? So we got a guy, he would make a great character on this show. Pete is angry about everything all the time, right? So Pete is the, he is the most senior person who works every single day on GetUp. He's, he's basically everyone's boss. And, right? I mean, and, and uh, so you've, you know, you, mm-hmm. technically. He's my, he is my boss. He's your boss. And, and he's a great person. He actually was the inspiration for the book, Got Your Number. He's the one who came up with the idea about, by asking me a question. But that is not the point of this story. The point is, he's always mad about something, right? Am I exaggerating that? No. Mad. He's mad about literally anything. Every morning. It's a beautiful day outside, Greeny. How am I supposed to work today on a beautiful sunny day? He just finds something to be mad about. I don't about. think he sleeps. So this morning, that might be why he's so angry all the time. But anyway, in our meeting this morning, he's like, I got to tell you, Greeny. He's comparing, because he's a giant fan. He's comparing. He's making bozo comparisons. And I'm not going to lie to you. Me and my family, we're pissed. He used that word, right? Did he or did he not? Yes. He said that. His group text. And I'm sitting there in the meeting thinking, what the hell is wrong with this family? <laughs> like, of all the things that are going on, this is what you're angry about? I mean, it's how hard do you have to try to be really genuinely upset about this? Let me defend my boss. Go. When the Giants are 3-7 and seven this year, yeah. and people are wearing Bono to Bozo shirts at MetLife Stadium, it will not be funny. It will not be a funny line then. But that won't be the problem. It wouldn't have been good. Okay. It wouldn't have made it any better if they were three and seven this year if he hadn't been making the bozo jokes my point is that him saying that will have no impact on whether or not they're three and seven this year and it will not make it any worse that they are three and seven this year. just like it won't make any difference that bill belichick said the last 25 years line but he still talked about it for a week why because people cared about what what he said. I understand that they care, but my point is, why can't we just say, boy, that was a funny thing for him to say? Because it wasn't. Let me ask you a question. Bubba, if there's a team out there that's going to go from Bono to Bozo in the NFL this year, what's it going to be? Which team is going to go from the penthouse to the outhouse? The Giants went from the, the Giants made the playoffs. So let, let, let's say a playoff team that is going to miss the playoffs next year. What is the Bono to Bozo team in the NFL next year? And is it the Giants? Let me give you some options. Vikings. Oh, that, that was going to be my first one. How about the Ravens? Oh, yeah, I forgot they made the playoffs last year. Yes, if they don't have Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah, definitely. well, that doesn't even count. If they have Lamar, that's, that's I mean, too easy. The way that they have handled the situation could be equivalent to that of Bozo. I mean, I, the reason, talking about this now with, with Lamar, is it's, way too, it's like two years too late. The, the reason this situa- uh, situation got to this point is because they have mismanaged the last two years. March is a huge month for basketball. It takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level. And if you're hiring, you can find top talent with ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. We have a lot more to do as we roll along on a busy morning here. Uh, what have, oh, my new favorite rivalry is what we will dive into next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, uh, presented by Progressive Insurance, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Uh, we'll have the traditional Friday Who You Got coming up. The hashtag crew is around us. The date for the book is really coming up on us fast. Got your number in stores and everywhere else next Tuesday. But don't wait. You can pre-order it right now. We have our first book signing. If you're in the New York, New Jersey area, we will be in Ridgewood, New Jersey at bookends on Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Hembo will be there. I will be there. Phoebe the world's most famous dog will be there. Hembo's alleged twins will be there, Michelle and the other one. So we will uh, we will have a fun day. Come on out, and, and we'll be there as long as you want to be there. So if you want to take pictures, you want to ask questions, you want to debate some of the topics in the book, I'm, I'm, we are both happy to do it. Um, I had a great day yesterday. I did like five or six you know interviews. And I'll tell you, the process of putting together a book is an interesting one because First, you write it, and writing a book, as you learned through this, it's a pretty solitary process. I mean, you were doing the research, I was doing the writing. You sort of lock yourself away in a quiet place with a laptop, and you just do the work. It's not very glamorous. And then 
you we finish, you hand it in, and then it just is gone for eight months or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden becomes like a living, breathing, actual organism here as people are talking about it and the approach of the the date is rapidly approaching and suddenly people are reading it and they have things they want to say. And it's it's an experience I've had before. It's it's it is a great one. And so we're just thrilled and delighted. We're going to be on GMA together next Friday. So that'll be a lot of fun. What should I wear, though? You should wear a suit. You should wear a suit. Which apparently your wife thinks you don't have. At least not a satisfactory suit. Does this require a tie? I mean, it's optional. I don't think you have to wear it. Bubba, tie. should I wear a tie or should I not wear a tie on GMA? I would say probably want to go tie. I, I will wear yeah, a tie. Yeah, it feels if right. If it makes any difference to you, I will be in a tie. I mean, I'm assuming if, if your wife is saying you don't have an appropriate suit, you're going to be wearing and a tie. And Bubba, as, when you and Cam come as Greeny's guests, will you wear a suit and tie? Absolutely, if yeah, you have the honor. I think so. Yeah, I'd probably wear a suit. What a ridiculous picture that would be. Yeah. That's, that's my, <laughs> what a crew. Hembo will be standing there with his family, Lizzie and the two twins. I'll be standing there with Bubba and Cam in suits. <laughs> we'll be your security guard. This is the stupidest looking thing in the entire world. But anyway, next week is a huge week for us. If you are interested or you know someone who you think would like it as a gift, got your number, the greatest sports legends and the numbers they own, available for pre-order right now, wherever you get your books. All right, I'm excited about my new favorite rivalry. And that rivalry is between the players who play on the PGA Tour and those who play on the new Upstart Live Tour who will go head-to-head at the Masters next weekend. Now, I have said many times that the Masters is my favorite sporting event of the year, of any kind. If I could only watch one day of sports television a year, I would watch Sunday at the Masters. So I look forward to that event like none other. Because it is a tradition unlike any other. But this year it goes through a complete change. This is the first of the new normal. And there are some players who are playing it down. I see on our screen there's a quote from Bubba Watson saying, I'm going to be honest, man, it's only awkward in the media. Bubba, I love you, but that is very clearly not true. That's not true for Patrick Reed. That's not true for Rory McIlroy. That's not true for Cam Smith. That's not true for a lot of the other players on on each tour. I think both sides want desperately to beat the other's brains in. Golf is not really a sport where you compete against others. You compete against the golf course. It is legendarily the only sport where I can't prevent you from doing anything except maybe psychologically. I can apply pressure on you to attempt to do things that you otherwise probably shouldn't. But the point is I'm not playing defense. In tennis, I can hit a shot so good you can't catch up to it. In basketball, I can beat you. In football, I can beat you. In, in, in uh, boxing, I can beat the hell out of you. In golf, I'm going to play my best and you're going to play your best. And so it isn't usually a sport that lends itself, as much as there, of course, are and have been great rivalries in the sport. It doesn't lend itself to that in the same way that other sports do. But this is fascinating. And I will admit something. Now, I have made this point before. I love golf. I love it. It is my favorite sport, both from a participation standpoint and from a viewing standpoint. And I will say this. I do not begrudge the players who went to live their right to go and make as much money as they can. If you're Brooks Kepka, you're Dustin Johnson, you're Cam Smith, you're Phil Mickelson, and you can go make an unimaginable amount of money, infinitely more than you would otherwise make, with much less pressure, infinitely less pressure on you in your day-to-day, than you, than you otherwise would. I can't blame you for doing it. I'm not going to do it. I do not condemn them. But I will say this. Take it for what it's worth. 
I hope the PGA guys humiliate them. I hope it is a bloodbath, not literally, of course. I hope that it is a washout, just a an absolute whitewash. I'm not sure what term to use. People are saying, oh, I want to see, you know, uh, Rory McIlroy and, and Patrick Reed on the final day paired up. I get it. And there probably is a part of me that would love that, too. Let's put it this way. When it was happening, it would be thrilling. And I would be rooting for Rory McIlroy like I've never rooted for anybody. But if you t- said to me, I could choose how this thing plays out. Better than that, I'd rather have none of them make the cut. Mm. I'd rather have none of them in contention. And extrapolate from that whatever you will. Again, I, I, don't, I don't begrudge any of them their right to do what they did. If I saw Phil Mickelson or Cam Smith or Patrick Reed or Brooks Kepka, I, I would say hello and I would shake their hand. And this, this, That's not what I mean. But I want to see the PGA guys win. I want to see that. I will be rooting for JT, and I'll be rooting for McElroy, and I'll be rooting for Spieth, and I'll be rooting for all of those guys, Max Homa, and whoever else it is that can rise up and, 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 and give us a big weekend. Rom and the rest of those guys. I will be, and I wonder how many people feel the same. Let me ask you this then. Do yeah. you think a potential PGA versus live between, say, two superstars on Sunday? This is obviously the best thing for the sport would be Tiger Woods being a factor. This would probably be second. Do you think that rivalry, that push and pull, the, you know, the hero and the villain in this case, would be a fundamentally good thing for golf? Like, do you think, short of Tiger being a factor, that is the next best option to pull in the casual golf fan on Sunday at the Masters? I don't know. The obvious answer, the, the not thinking it through answer is probably yes, sure. But the truth is, the people who care about that rivalry mm-hmm. were probably going to watch anyway. Like, how many people are sitting around going, I'm not really that interested in the Masters, but if Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy are playing each other, are are in the final pairing on Sunday, I'm going to watch because of this rivalry that exists between the PJ Tour and Liv. Maybe some, but very few. And how much do you think that the CBS broadcast will lean into it? Like, Do you think we're going to get side-by-side graphics of Liv guys and PGA guys in that world, or do you think they're going to lean away? I think they will. I do too. I do. That's to me. This is a potentially good thing. Like at least make the most out of <laughs> yeah. the reality. No, I understand that part of it. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think that in the tournaments in which they are all playing, it is a good thing. Me too. The problem is that the overwhelming majority of the year they're not. They're split, and the live tournaments are to me completely irrelevant. So I, you don't watch. I have not watched one second, hmm. and I am not interested. If they were playing. On, if they were playing in my backyard, I would close the drapes to make sure I didn't accidentally see some of it. What specifically about it is uninteresting to you as a biggest I like golf the format. fan that I know? I couldn't be less interested. That's not what golf is. I understand. If, look, if young people want to watch it, if you're telling me it's growing the sport, if you're telling me you like it, good. I'm not telling you you shouldn't. But I'm also a person. I don't play scrambles. I'm not interested in a scramble. You having a charity event and you want Greeny to come play? Please give me a call. I'd be happy to. Am I playing my own ball? If I'm not playing my own ball, I'm not interested. The scramble is to golf as ultimate Frisbee is to football. There's some similarities, but it's not the same thing. And I'm not interested in what they're doing over there at Live. You're playing loud music and you're all starting at the same time and you've got a team competition that I don't even fully understand. And, 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 and Phil Mickelson is getting paid $200 million even though he's shooting 77. That's just not the game I love. So again, I don't begrudge them doing it. And if you like watching it, God bless you. Enjoy it. I myself am not so interested. For me, my lack of interest comes more from the fact that I feel like I have to plug my nose when I watch it. 
It sounds to you it's more just a golf issue. Yeah, I'm not yeah. interested in it. And so we'll see what ends up happening next week. So the rivalry for the weeks that it's happening, which will be, I guess, the majors, mm-hmm. um, I love it. All right, Greeny with you, coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. We are brought to you by Chase. Uh, there's still a lot to come here, including the traditional Friday, Who You Got? And that is around the corner as we roll on next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greeny, the podcast. Previously on Greeny. We haven't had an American-born MVP since James Harden. That was five years ago. Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic. Really, really cool and one of the strengths of basketball for sure. Did you do that on purpose? You said Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic. It's really, really cool. I don't even think you realized you did I definitely did not it. do it on purpose. You doubled the really in exactly the same way you had doubled the names. It actually kind of flowed nicely. It worked. I'd like to say I can take credit for it then and did it intentionally, but I did not, did not. No, see, now you've ruined it. Now you took something that was funny and organic and you tried to make it funny and it made I it less funny. everything. You don't ruin everything, but you ruined that. I ruined that, that. That's for sure. This is Greeny. I'm genuinely working with the unfunniest human being in the entire world. You are exclusively funny unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> the Weekly Rewind brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I'll, I'll say this quickly. When we're on Good Morning America next week, if at any point in your mind, I'm not sure if it's going to be Robin or, or Michael who do the interview. I'm guessing that maybe it's George, Stefan. I don't know. If at any point you think to yourself, maybe I'll try and say something funny here, 
Don't. Don't don't even think about it. No, just give stats. What's the fact? Figures. Information. (laughs) Sports. Sports. Facts. Information. Researcher. Don't try to be funny. What's the worst thing that could happen? Everything. There are no limits to the worst thing that could happen. You're going to go from Bono to Bozo. Yes, that's exactly right. You will be Bozo. We will. The worst thing that can happen is I don't know. Never being invited back again. Public humiliation. Nationwide scorn. God's honest truth. I've already been thinking about some Philly New York joke I can crack. Don't for Michael Strahan. Just stop doing it. Don't do it. Do that off the air. Do that off the air. I want to hear some of the things you're working on. And, and preferably after the interview is over, like when we are, we're leaving. In fact, use it after we've left. Use it, bounce it off Lizzie in the car on the way back to New Jersey. Under no circumstances say it while we're in the building. Don't do that. Okay. All right, so when it, a funny thing happened. Cam, you want to make fun of me? You want to play, play make fun of the host again? I'd love to. So if you're just joining us, we, we are doing this uh, giveaway for the book um, on Instagram. And Olivia is the woman who runs the social media for our shows. And she was in here and we filmed some videos and all that kind of stuff. And she's doing it all. And they're using my Instagram feed to do it at ESPN Greeny. Is it, is it up yet? Like, can, can people win the copy of the book yet? I think she's still working I think on it's, it. I think it might be up. I'm not yeah, sure. Bye. If not, it's going to be up soon. Go to my Instagram at ESPN Greeny and you will see an opportunity to try and win a free copy of the book. Anyway, I'm not sure if it's up yet or not, but it will be. And so... She's, she's explaining to me all the things I have to do to post this thing. And it took me about four seconds to realize I can't do it. So I said to her, why don't you just log into my Instagram and you do it? And that's the beauty of being my age. There's nothing private in there. You could look at my camera roll right now and not a damn thing. Unless, you want, unless you're put off by seeing about 6,000 pictures of my dog there's not one picture in my camera roll you can't see. There's nothing in my Instagram you can't see. So anyway, I give her, and then you were all making fun of me because I didn't know what the password was, and there were four options in my app, um, you know, in, in, the, in the app locator, whatever you, th- you call that. Settings. Thing. The settings. Yes, the settings. So, <laughs> so she, t- she goes off and is doing this, and about five minutes ago, even I'm laughing, she sends me a text that said, Hey, Greeny, I just tried to log in and it sent a code to Stacy for me to log in. <laughs> Could you have her send it over? And I said, why did it send it to her? And she wrote back, I don't know, but that's what it did. <laughs> this, this is like the emergency contact when you fill out something when you're, when you're going to the doctor. So now I'm trying to get a hold of Stace <laughs> to get the code that was sent to her email, which seems to be the one that is registered to my Instagram account. I have no idea why. And uh, So no, it's not up. So it's probably not up. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I, I gave her Stace's phone number and I said, call her and see if you can get it because I, I'm on the air. I don't have time to do this. <laughs> so this is what's going on in my life. And What do you think of this, Cam? I like it, and it's not at all surprising given what I know about your uh, use of technology. Yeah, two-factor authentication is not friendly. No, <laughs> I, I can't imagine what this would be if Chris Russo had to do this based on what oh. you told us the other day. Oh, that was way worse. <laughs> Dude, I, you said it the other day. I, I, I am freaking Steve Jobs compared to Chris Russo. Chris Russo and his wife were sitting there trying to get them logged on to this Zoom that we did for uh, Talk Shop Live the other night, which was great fun, and he couldn't have been more terrific about it and they maintained a good spirit despite the fact that we literally we had a half hour to get ourselves logged in half hour the the thing started at seven we all called in at 6 30 
The talk shop live wound up having to be delayed to 7.04 because he wasn't in yet. <laughs> it took 34 minutes for him to get into a Zoom link. Right, he never actually got into the original. Yeah, they had to change It was course. a takeover. It was a takeover. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And, and then so we went over and then we did other, And his son, the hilarious thing, they have a 17-year-old son who's in the room and I could hear him off camera yelling at his parents. So agitated. Don't press that. Why are you pressing that? And it's just like, so this is what I'm talking about. So that's what wound up happening. Um, and all is generally well on that front. Okay, we have a few pieces of business before we wrap up the week. First is this. Hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. Right, the KOD is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Let's make our picks, Hembo, for the final four. Right? Mm. I, I should do those. Um, I, I told you uh, that because I was laid up two weeks ago, uh, or last week, I should say, excuse me, coming off of my, my procedure, that I watched more college basketball, men's and women's, last week than I ever have any other year. And I've really enjoyed both tournaments. They've both been terrific. And let's start with the women's game. The women's game tonight between Iowa and South Carolina, I don't say this because I work here. I, it doesn't make any difference to me. Um, I've never been this intrigued by a women's basketball game in my entire life. This, this woman, Caitlin Clark, is so freaking good. She had a 40-point triple-double the other night, the first in the history of the NCAA tournament, men's or women's, and she's going to try and take down South Carolina tonight. It really is like the great player against the great team. South Carolina's unbeaten. They're the defending national champs. And if they, if they run the table here, they're going to go down with like one of the greatest teams of all time. So I'm fascinated by that game. I think South Carolina is a heavy favorite, right? 11. 11, 11. points. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the largest line of the weekend on either side, men's or women's. That's <sighs> just because they're so good. I mean, for, Clayton Clark, for, for Iowa to win this game, Caitlin, Caitlin Clark has to go nuts. 45-point triple-double. And my inclination is to say she will not and that South Carolina will blow them out. So we go the opposite. If every instinct you have is wrong then the opposite would have to be right. And so the KOD pick Hashtag KOD. is going to be Iowa taking the points. Mm. The other game tonight is LSU-Virginia Tech, and the spread is? LSU minus two. Is there a lean or anything you know? No I don't team? see anything. All right, so I'll take, I'll take LSU as the underdog there, um, and I will go LSU and South Carolina and all SEC women's final. And then we go to the games tomorrow night, the men's games um, the first one is San Diego State FAU. Yeah, San Diego State, a three-point favorite <laughs> over the Owls. In the press? Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. So my inclination is to say, having watched both teams play, that San Diego State, my inclination is to pick San Diego State, which means... If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Give me the Owls. Florida Atlantic is the Owls from Boca Raton. Who has it better than those kids? They're in the final four and they live in Boca. Are you kidding me? Uh, so I will go with them. And then, and then Connecticut, Miami. Uh, Connecticut is a six-point favorite in that game. That's all. And, and no public lean. You thought it would be a, a larger number? Yes, which means I have to take Miami. Mm. Because every, everything I think is that UConn is going to win Miami, that game big. Florida, Atlantic in the final. Miami, Florida. Where, 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 so, I mean, yeah, they, but that's an easy – they should go play that game in South Florida someplace, <laughs> right? Those schools have got to be pretty close to each other. Got to be. Because Miami, I'm not sure – their campus is in Coral Gables, right? right? Or something like that. And then, and, you know, the, the FAU is in Boca. So those are close to each other. There you go. So those are the, ha- the uh, hashtag KOD picks for this weekend. Brought to you by FanDuel sportsbook all right one piece of business left life is a series of choices who you got make a decision say it say it all right i'll say it who you got all right who you got is hembo's turn he's got a not hembo excuse me bubba's turn my bad i've just said i've said the word hembo a lot of times lately 
I'm so sorry. Uh, with this book. So we are ready to go with Bubba, who has got a series of provocative questions for me, and I will answer them whether I'm ready to or not. Bubba, take it away. Yeah, I don't think Granger would approve of that. Because <laughs> who you got brought to you by Granger. And we'll kick it off with this one. Richard Sherman had this to say on his own podcast, the Richard Sherman Podcast. Take a listen. What, I, what pissed me off is when Kirk Cousins got his fully guaranteed deal a couple years ago, I thought all the quarterbacks from then on were going to be like, hey, you know, if it ain't guaranteed, I ain't taking it. Then Mahomes took that BS deal just 10 years and wanted wanna, wanna to look like half a million. Like, But if you get a half of that fully guaranteed, everybody's happier. Everybody goes, that says president. But when he didn't set it, then Josh Allen didn't set it. Now Lamar's trying to set it after Deshaun's already set it. And they're like, nah. Nah, we ain't letting that go. So do you agree with what Richard Sherman said? Who you got? I don't. Um, Here's what I will say. That you're asking people to prioritize something that you think or you would like to see them prioritize, but that I don't blame them for that not being their first priority. It's one thing for Kurt Flood in baseball to challenge a system that was so patently unfair. As ridiculous as I think the concept of non-guaranteed contracts are, the, the 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 players involved here would be as 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 Lamar Jackson is choosing to do at least at this moment turning their backs on tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars to try and make a point and I don't blame them for not doing it so do I think we will eventually see guaranteed contracts in football you know the honest truth of that is I don't know I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to get one and I can't go all the way there even though I understand what Richard Sherman is saying. Bubba, what's next? Yeah, Travis Kelsey was on his podcast with his brother, and he was really struggling to name all the NFL head coaches based on the uh, group picture they all do together. I I think he missed like at least eight, maybe ten. Do you think you could do better? Can you name all 32 head coaches? Well, let's start with this. I don't know that I could definitely name all 32, but he couldn't name any of them. He was just giving the team names. So, I mean, could I do better than him? I could do a thousand times better than him. He was saying he had no idea who Kevin Stefanski was. They played the Browns in a playoff game two years ago. What the hell is going on here? So I could do a thousand times better than him. As they were going through them, some of the new coaches I didn't know. I didn't recognize Shane Steichen facially. I didn't recognize who's the coach in Arizona now. John Gannon. Also on that, John Gannon. I didn't know him facially, but he didn't know. He didn't know any of them. By he, 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 I mean, he he literally just knew the teams they coached. I think he recognized basically Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, and Bill Belichick, and that was it. Do you think that's common or uncommon? Uncommon. You think most players could name all thirty-two? I think most players players could name a hell of a lot more than <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Is could. there any chance it was a gag, like a bit? Yes, I think there was a chance of that. Okay. I don't know that. I'm saying if you're asking me, was there a chance? I think, yes, there was a chance. Fair enough. Bubba, what's next? All right. Just like the Mets are on pace for 162 wins, Aaron Judge is on pace for 162 home runs this year. How many will he hit? Who you got? Did Buster say 50? Jess said 50. Buster said 60. Yeah, that feels like a lot. I mean... I understand how great he is, and I understand that he did it last year. But, I mean, in the entire history of the sport, I'm about to name all of the players who have hit 60 home runs clean. Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, and Aaron Judge, once each. So you're betting on something that has literally happened three times in 150 years. In the whole history of the sport, I'm going to name all the players that are six foot seven and 280 pounds. Aaron Judge. No, I understand that, but that's, that, that alone means he's going to hit 60 home runs again? No, but 
your notion, of, your, your, like the fact that you recited, is not proof positive of anything either. I think it's very unlikely that he hit 60 home runs. But if there's anyone that has ever come along that could do it, it is Judge. He has I'm with that, but ridiculous he power. Like, I'm going to go, he'll, he'll finish somewhere in the 53 range is my guess. Do you think that's because he'll regress or because he'll get hurt? Nah, I, no, no, hopefully not because he'll get hurt. Okay. I, I, Fair cer- certainly, I mean, if he gets hurt, it could be infinitely less. I really hope it is, it's not that. Mm-hmm. I just, guys don't hit 60 home runs. I mean, I, I've been alive a long time. It's, uh, in my lifetime, it's happened a total of once. And Sosa's the only one to do it twice. And he didn't even really do it. And neither did Maguire or Bonds. In my entire life, I was born 1967. In my lifetime, it's happened once. So I'm not sure why I would bet it's going to happen sure. again. Okay. All right, give me one more. Uh, uh, Bubba, go. Who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And 40 years ago, Wednesday, a patent was issued for a magic cube in the country of Hungary. It soon became known as the Rubik's Cube. The question is for both of you. Have either of you ever solved the Rubik's Cube? No. One minute, who you got? I'd love, no, I couldn't even get close. When I was a kid, I remember the kids who could do it fast, and I was blown away. We had a guy, one of my, my, my best friends when I was growing up had a father who was a mathematics professor. He could put it behind his back and complete the Rubik's Cube. I have no idea how. But he could. Could you do the Rubik's Cube? No, my brain doesn't work this way. I could tell you about the time that Fred Snodgrass dropped the fly ball, but I couldn't do this if I had a million years to do it. Bubba, could you do it? No, never, never did. Cam? No, just the one side, and that was impressive for me. Yes. I mean, I remember being excited if I could get one side. Hmm. If you could get one of the... Bubba, what was the origin? It was Hungarian? Yep. A guy named Rubik. Hmm. Well, it was originally called the Magic Cube, so... I'm assuming it was made up by a guy named Rubik. Otherwise, why would it be the Rubik's Cube? We'll look into that. See you Monday. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.